everything I spit rare, we shine that great area podcast. They talk about hip hop all the way in the UK, so they gon' get props. Ooh, let me catch it, let me catch it once again. Every time. <laughs> okay. What happened to? Um, for anyone first listening to this series, this is a uh, this is a series in which we talk about an artist, or in this case, a label whose career has um, perhaps not panned out the way we thought it would, or is just in a different space to what it was um, at a certain period in time. Um, this isn't a, a series talking about artists that have fallen off per se. We're not disrespecting at all. We're always talking about people and and uh and labels like in this instance that we respect but there is there is rhetoric at the minute there are there are people saying that that this label in particular tde if you haven't already guessed by the title um are not operating on the level that they used to so we're going to talk about it and and uh and debate and discuss whether that is actually the case so um let's maybe go back a little bit and talk about tde's influence and imprint i mean just how important do we think they are to to not only the, the 2010s, the decade in which they kind of dominated, but just hip hop in general. They they were the first or, you know, the newer age, like, rap group. Do you know what I mean? Like, we were lacking in groups and they popped up and were kind of taking up that, that kind of role. But I don't know. Like, if you try to pin it down, it's like, okay, it was Kendrick, Schoolboy and Absol. And they never really did enough together to be classed as a group. But like unofficially, they felt like a group. You know what I was trying to say? Yeah, you had the the Black Hippie Crew, right? That was the the, the crew that was the main kind of well, what was what made up the label basically in the early days, right? That was the only sort of four active artists that they had up until a period of time. Phil, were you going to say something? Oh, just about to say, don't forget Eastside Johnny, man. You got to add him in, in there as well. Yeah, yeah can't forget J Rock. Yeah. Eastside oh. Johnny J Rock, man. Come on, okay, step who the fuck up is that? Step I think I'm in the, the wrong podcast. Eastside Johnny, man. <laughs> I think I think the impressive thing about TDE, I always viewed them as a an indie label that were really punching above their weight. If you think mm. about the the mm. great labels of the of the 2010s era in which they have had, you know, the vast majority of their success, um, you know, you got the likes of Young Money, you got good music, you got Maybach music, you know, these are all very much mainstream labels yeah, but even and mainstream those, artists. Pop, actually. Those, really. those are like label offerings or mass groups. Like, I'm talking about like a, a Run DMC type group or, you know, like an Outcast. Like, that's what the big so you're talking of about. TV. You're talking about like yeah. Black Hippie as a collective. Yeah, aren't you? That, you're about that's TDE what everybody was. Yeah, everybody was focused on that part of TDE. So TDE used to just be those three or four, mm. if you ask Theo, mm. as opposed to when you think Young Money, you think about like an endless roster of rappers. You think about those compilation tracks like Bedrock. And then mm. obviously when you think Maybach music, that's fucking just Rick Ross and a whole bunch of fall off people. So it's like, I don't know. Damn. I don't know if I'm making sense here, but it just felt like to me TDE in the beginning was just like Kendrick and his like, mm. you know, psychics. Until they signed Scissor. When they signed Scissor, then it felt like, oh, they're shaping up more than just Black Hippie. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. But well, I guess what I'm saying is, is that they, if you look at like we 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 name the likes of Young Money and Good Music and that these kind of giants of the game, you know, TDE were very much relevant and and successful in an era operate like I say operating more from a sort of it felt to me always felt like a, a DIY indie type label rather than these these sort of mega mega labels out there. 
No, uh, they were new as well, you, though. But mm. I feel like it was like ASAP Mob level. When in hindsight, if mm. they, you think that it's like this um, Maybach music, but I feel like it's it's not. It's more like ASAP Mob. You've got a few good albums from the main artist. You've got like like ASAP Mob. They've got who they got ASAP Ferg as well. Do you know what I mean? Like just little secondary artists as well, but they're not really punching at the level of the top artists like Rocky. Mm. If you talk about, about ASAP, right? ASAP Ferg is actually a, quite a big deal. He's had a lot more hit tracks than ASAP Rocky has. Like more recently, do you know what I mean? He's got like big bangers. And I think that's kind of the problem here with TDE in the beginning is like everyone talks about Kendrick and how amazing his first album was. But like Theo said, J-Rock was doing amazing stuff. Absol was really impressive with his first album or first kind of songs that he was releasing, you know, like proper releases. And it was the same for Schoolboy Q. Well, this is the thing. I think we're maybe misremembering a bit. Like, in the, if we're talking pre-Scissor and Isaiah Rashad when there were just four main artists on the label, two of those artists were mainstream. Like, Schoolboy Q's first album was big. He had mm. big re- records on the, on the radio, in the charts, whatever. The album sold really well. Oxymoron was a big album. So you got yeah. two out of just four. That's like 50% of your, of your roster is performing in terms of numbers. Well, well, and it's well, sort of Don't forget though, Absol's control system was well respected yeah. by a oh, lot of course, people yeah. that were into the yeah. scene. Like that, that was like high level rap what was going on then. People yeah, yeah. are like, oh, Absol's, you know, one to watch. If we speak from a, a space of just like the quality of the music, I mean, they were all, I mean, I don't know. I don't know I'm trying to think of J-Rock's didn't have his first album. No, come on, let's not just start the, the J Rock. Just hey, it's just new. It wasn't no, it, was no, no. it was just no, no, it was not irrelevant until he did that, oh, no. that short yeah, album. Oh, well, well, actually, no, because no, he, he had no, a good no, verse on Good Kid Mad City, and I'm sure yeah, that made did. some people lock into him. Exactly, that's the thing. He was he made his name on that um Money Trees feature. He made his name because his first album didn't um sell as well, although he made more of a name when um. Ah, the hood go and love it is um, on GTA. Then everybody started bumping J Rock, and then obviously when nine double o five nine came, then he made his that name. That was hard, yeah. yeah well, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, Hood Gone Love It was the first album. It just um, yeah, it didn't pop it didn't hit until GTA. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but J Rock's a funny one because J Rock was the first signee, and uh, from what I read, um, I'm uh, sorry if I get this wrong. I feel like. Top Dog had a deal in place with Warner Brothers for him, like way back, like 2007. And for whatever reason, it didn't come about. So J-Rocks was like the first one and was bit like the biggest one, like sort of at the turn of the decade. He was their their main guy as kind of the others were, were on the come up. Um, but then obviously Kendrick's talent was undeniable and Dr. Dre steps in and then, you know, the rest is history. But yeah, J-Rock took a little longer, I think, um, than the others, whether we're talking mainstream or just like, the quality of the art because like you say you mentioned control system classic underground classic um kieran's yeah. laughing i don't know why i was in that, that new j-rock single man i was about to say and look where he's ended up oh, Do you know what i, I mean i completely forgot about it. we're not even there yet took a while. Yeah, we're not, j-rock's got an eternal banger man when he uh, says he yeah. hopped out the whip millie rock in the wheel i don't even know yeah, what yeah. that means but yeah that's hard we gotta look at things in totality we can't just like j-rock's given a lot a lot to no, the he culture, has, he has. um yeah, and then I think, yeah, the way I, I'm trying to think about those early days, again, sort of pre-Scissor and Isaiah Rashad, I thought that, I just remember, like, we've, we've kind of touched upon Black Hippie. You'd get the, I mean, they had they made the songs together, but then you'd get the remixes, the tracks. You'd get, like, what TDE were doing with their merch. And do you remember, like, the video, the uh, the, the tour vlogs that they used to do? And, like, they were just all, like, 
at each other's shows and cracking jokes. And it was this real movement, mm-hmm. I felt. They really capitalized on the, the sort of the early stages of the internet era, I felt, as well. And um, well, just this mainstay. It just felt like whatever TDE did, they couldn't miss. And then, and then suddenly you see they've got this eye for talent as well. And they go out there and they sign Isaiah Rashad from a relatively unknown place and, and Scissor, who's turned into a flipping superstar as well. Um, so that kind of first half of the decade is really, if we're looking at you know success from all fronts, is is one of the most impressive runs I'd say from any label in the history of hip hop. But yeah, um, as well because yeah. we're scrutinising the amount of people they've signed versus who's popped off. But there's lots of labels who sign ten times this amount of artists and only get one that pops off. Do you know what I mean that one yeah, that's going to pay the bills type thing? And mm. arguably. In this first wave and second wave, as we call it, so the first wave being J-Rock, Kendrick, Schoolboy and Solo, and then the second wave being Scissor and Isaiah, mm. these are all well-respected artists. None of yeah. them are duds. You see what I'm no, trying to say? All no. of them have got music that I could point someone to and be like, yo, listen yeah. to this. This is good insert mm-hmm. type of music here. This is good chill rap. This is good conscious rap. This is good mm. hip hop, full stop. This yeah, is good yeah. pop music. You see what I'm mm. trying to say? So there's no duds in their first yeah. six signings. Which exactly. is hard to do. Exactly. And then even if you look at the majority of their sophomore releases, you got, uh, I don't know what, what we're starting with with Kendrick, but let's just say that the, the beginning, or at least, you know, the major breakthrough was, was Good Kid Mad City to follow up with To Pimper Butterfly is incredible. Schoolboy Q follows up Oxymoron with Blank Face. J-Rock follows up his debut with 90059. You then sign these two really interesting eyes. It felt like they couldn't miss. I just really mm. didn't feel like they could miss. Um, well, I don't know if you if you count this, but my first kind of moment with Kendrick Lamar was the Kendrick Lamar EP and oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Section yeah. 80. And those were released under TDE, which means mm-hmm. that, you know, back then as well, I feel like the, the label had a lot more control in what you was releasing. And the Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar EP for its time is amazing. And it's still a bit timeless now. Mm-hmm. That, that was like mm-hmm. 2009. Like, yeah. I, I remember finding that like beginning of 2010. And that's mm-hmm. when I started like screaming. No, not beginning of 2010 maybe summer 2010 and that's why I started mm. screaming about Kendrick Lamar's the best no one was trying to fucking hear me and section 8 dropped I was like this guy's one of the best <laughs> but yeah I don't know it, it feels like TDE in the beginning had a very specific vision and a very high barrier yep. you, you see what I'm trying to say yep. yep I think so I think that it's a, it's a combination of many things like you, and one and you could say oh the stars aligned and they were able to kind of stumble across these this group of four artists and then the you know the rest is history but I think there's a ton of you like look at the history ton of hard work that went into putting this label together a lot of business savvy I mean the deals that they made with these bigger labels um, that normally take on a lot of the creative freedom but you listen to these artists and like they had a real like strong roster of in-house producers that remained throughout a lot of these early projects there was a real and a work ethic as well like I think you I don't know if that's what you meant Sam about like a, a standard or whatever like they, it just felt like there was in fact, there was even, I remember there was this famous, they used to have something on the wall in the, the main studio that was like this, a list of rules that you had to abide by. Just things like that. It was just, they were just doing everything right, I felt. Um, and that's why that sort of error has gone down as a as such a, a monumental one because um, kind of unprecedented, really. And but, if you think about that time period, it's Wayne's era, it's Drake, it's mm. Nicky popping up, it's J. Cole mm. on his on his rise, Kanye's running the game, Jay-Z still popping up, you know, yeah. Watch the Throne comes out. All these all these heavy hitters are dropping, but it's like, in my eyes, TDE is just building mm-hmm. and arguably they sort of ran with it 
post like 2013, 2014, because there was a bit of a, a drought really. Like Kendrick dropped Good Kid Mad C and then he dropped to Pimper Butterfly. And to be honest, a lot of those artists I just mentioned there were having a bit of a, a weird time, you know, apart from mm. Drake, who arguably has never had a weird time because he just doesn't seem to fucking lose. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, and who could forget as well the um, the cipher, the BET cipher as well. Just moments oh, like that. that. Was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, classic moments. That was amazing. That's um, true. That's that still stands the test. That's what I mean. We brought that up earlier when um, obviously it was um, obviously not in this call, but in pre- uh, previous episodes where obviously he was getting that Drake. That was such a moment with all of them like rapping. But then wasn't Isaiah Rashad already signed by that point when they did the cipher? I'm sure he was. On yes, that Isaiah had yeah. and um, and and Scissor. They both were assigned. Yes, I think it, it was yeah, 2014 yeah. because it was um, it was the summer. But there's obviously there's the lines about uh, Drake and you know you know the whole nothing was the same since a sensitive rapper rapper got tucked back in his pajamas, something like that. So yeah. I'm thinking it was 2014 based on those lyrics. Um, yeah, and Scissor was there. I think sitting in the background, and Isaiah had a verse, and it was just yeah, man, that felt like the. It felt like a real peak sort of time for them at peak that time. point. You know, they were like making um, a statement, weren't they? They were like, and everybody was like, "Look, CTD yeah. is here." I remember, I remember that. Like, it, it was a big moment. Mm. Over the, the Mob Deep track as well, yeah, wasn't it? Exactly. What song was it again? Was it Shook Ones or mm, yeah, Shook, yeah, yeah, Shook Ones. Crazy. It was Shook crazy. Ones. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, so at this point now, we're we're like we've kind of covered the first half of the decade. Twenty fifteen, we get Good Kid, Mad City. Um, and then we see, oh, what am I forgetting actually? So uh, 90059, is that year? Um, 20, so we come into 2016 20. now, right? 2016, we get Blank Face, we get um, Isaiah's face. follow-up. I should have added that to the board. Fuck. Trust me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Isaiah's follow-up release as well. Um, oh my God, I've forgotten the name of that album. What's that? The Sun's Tirade, that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, much anticipated. Um but we start to see a bit of a shift in terms of the the artists they sign, um, and then the kind of the, the output from some of the, the main artists as well. Um, pe- a lot of people are saying that there's been a downfall or that TDE's fallen off. I mean, maybe let's hold fire on our opinions on that for now. But what do we think the reasons are for that? I call it perceived downfall because I don't personally think that, but. Yeah, what are, the, what are the reasons for why it's not the second half of the decade is perhaps not as revered as the first half? Well, it sounds well, like they didn't weren't signing the artists on the quality yeah. of Wave One and Two. Yeah, it's mm. that as well. But they weren't dropping as frequently as what if you if you think about it as well. Like or when they were dropping, like you said, it was the, the quality of the albums did start to. I won't lie. I know we're not talking about a fall off, but the quality of albums did start to drop. They weren't as mm. they weren't as Quant- good quality as they not were a before. Problem. I think yeah. quality is the problem. Yeah. And I think this is the point where everyone started to feel like Kendrick was just carrying the label. Like everyone just wanted to, everyone heard the words TDE and just thought of Kendrick. They didn't think of the other, you know, four or five artists that were coming out. So they were lo- looking for that new person to kind of fill in the gaps between Kendrick releasing and, and whatever else and, you know, blow mm-hmm. up. But it's like, I don't know. It's like that Lance Skywalker guy. I probably heard like one or two songs and like, it yeah, flopped. they're all right. Mm-hmm. Sir, he's more of a feature artist, but he banged not really listen to reason that much and you know reason if i remember correctly he had a big song that sean showed me a long long time ago so that was good but again nothing else and then zakari 
Am I correct in thinking Zakari is that singer person? He is a singer. He's on yeah. Zakari he's is the one singer, yeah. on So again, he's got a song that I quite like, like one song that's a banger, but I don't really hear much from these artists unless mm. they're featured. And it's normally featured on a Kendrick thing or a J. Cole thing. You know what I mean? They're always mm. featuring on stuff. They're not actually the main event. So yeah, like, yeah. not trying to get into the fall off part of things, but I think it's one of those ones where they signed for star power in the beginning. Then they tried to like sign those supporting, you know, things to that star power uh, without realizing that they wanted more stars to fill in the gaps because, mm. you know, with six artists, let's say they drop every other year, all of them, you're not really hitting enough of the year to stay relevant, if that makes sense. Yeah, and as we know, Kendrick likes to take three, four year breaks in between projects. And as for Scissor, I, I swear she's only dropped, what, one album and then like a refresh of that album. You know, no, it's, it's a bit... No, two. Two. Okay. But still, well, like, like still. that is still a test to your point. It's still a long gap. And this is what I meant about like uh, at, in the beginning when I said I don't think they're dropping enough because J-Rock also takes too long to drop. So there was a period from um, 2017 and 2018 where they were still trying to hold on because you had, you had obviously Dam and you had the... Um, uh, Redemption by J-Rock and you had the Black Panther album. Obviously, the Black Panther album didn't do as well, but they were trying to hold on. And then if you notice from there, like, no one was then dropping. And um, so at this point, I don't know what was happening with his albums. That, uh, like, they just, they just the quality just seemed to have just dropped. I, I don't know what happened. And then obviously, um, Schoolboy Q then had, what was that? What's the name of that project after Blank Face? Because Blank Face was Brand all right. Cool. It was, a, yeah, and, the less said about that, the better. So, oh, that's a good project, man. I liked a bit of that. Um, oh, no, I think, don't know. I think there's, um, I think there's like there's a as with most things, there's a multitude of factors. I think maybe Kieran alluded to it at first. With I think the eye for talent wasn't there. I think that, um, that whoever's I don't know if there's been I know well, I know there's been changes at the top in more recent years, but I don't know what was going on behind the scenes in terms of scouting for new artists. Um, and I'll we'd maybe dig into that a bit more in a bit but I think well, another I, I, reason I want to try to highlight I, this though if you think about all the labels we mentioned in the beginning you think about good music you had Kanye at the top doing creative vision Young Money you got Birdman at the top creative vision and these are all artists that have you know a vision on, and are currently releasing at the time you look at trying to think of another group even like way back when you look at all like NWA or Wu-Tang there's always someone at the top or a few people at the top with a vision and I don't think TDE had that. Like, is Punch an artist? Not really. You know what I mean? So he doesn't have any kind of top-down vision for the label. Does that well, make sense? I think, I think there was, the, like we, when we were talking about the first half of the decade and about the, the, the sort of the strategy and the, the standard set, I think there was definitely a vision then. I mm. think that, um, like I say, uh, we mentioned about the, the perhaps the, you know the inability to scout the next one, the next, the you know the next big talent. But I think I think another reason is, and I don't like using this word, but I just can't think of another one right now. But I think they've been a bit unfortunate with having some problematic artists as well. Um, and I'm trying to be sensitive because I know there's been, you know, like Absol Soul's been through it. There's lost people, has dealt with addiction. Isaiah Rashad the same. Um, but Isaiah Rashad's thing was very... a bit different. His was he got famous and then the yeah. money ruined him. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, still, like the the first the first thing we hear on the Sun's tirade is Dave Free, the president, being like, "Fucking hurry up and put out an album like this." It was literally like the theme of the album. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So 
there were four years I've all like no was it how many years no two years between Sylvia demo and that but um you know and then there were four years from that until the house is burning scissors been very public and outspoken with her issues with the label or you know and back and forth and whatnot so I think they've had to deal with some um j-rock with his you know his injury um and and almost flipping dying with that quad bike crash so I think they've had to deal with some quite difficult situations that have led to delays and that um I think also um another thing is just on the flip side is that you know we talk about we're saying all these things about this perceived downfall but then you look at 2017 all they dropped was damn and control but sold a ridiculous amount of records so then you're like Mm. is it that bad and in that 2018 I know like I mean we all liked redemption and it was a big moment for J-Rock and I think yeah Sir dropped and Reason dropped his debut and that and then okay they didn't make the same waves as previous albums but then you had the Black Panther soundtrack and I know that's perhaps not exactly a TDE album but it's clearly a you know Kendrick was a curator or whatever and J-Rock was they're all heavily featured on it so it's still a win for them I think excuse the pun Um, so I still feel as we're getting towards the end of the decade TDE are still one of the the top labels in the game even if like I say, they're not really bringing in the same names or like some of their their kind of core artists aren't exactly dropping the same level or the same quality of music. Um, yeah, that's how I feel. And even if we skip it to, to like last year, for instance, when this conversation really started happening, especially with the news that Kendrick was leaving, like 2022, they dropped Mr. Morale and SOS, like... This is the thing, though. I yeah. feel like I, I know you mentioned those singles from a couple of other artists, but mm. really and truly, we're just mentioning Scissor and Kendrick. We're not we're, the conversation is not about the other artists anymore. They're just two artists that have longevity. They're still making yeah. good music. The other artists, that and it's a natural thing of artists as well. They release their best music first, and then it just progressively gets worse. It's like, I know what you mean, yeah. And that's why I was trying to big up a lot of the sophomore releases because a lot most artists their their debut is their best. But then the majority of this label improved. Um, But I'm with you. But then on this flip side, it's like how many labels have a Kendrick, let alone a Kendrick and a Scissor? Like, are we being unreasonable? Like, when I say we, I don't mean us four. I just mean people in general. Are we being unreasonable to criticise TDE and say that they're on the decline when, like, most labels don't have two artists on this level? You know, most most, most most artists shoot shoot bigger shots, though. You know what I mean? As in... Mm. They, they they want more people signed as opposed to TDEs being very kind of like niche mm. and like, oh, we'll sign this person, we'll sign yeah. that person. And when those shots don't pay off, you know that they're trying to have, yes. you know, a roster of just bangers, but it's not it's not working. So realistically, I know it's, what you not, mean, yeah. it's not about like, oh, but these two worked out. They're trying to do that every single time. You see what I'm trying to say? I know what you mean, yeah. Like they've still to this day, there's, I'm trying to, count through now but there's less than 20 people on that label like maybe like 10 even but Mm. when you don't sign as when you're kind of being more nuanced with who you're picking and then they're not quite delivering on the level of like like we're mentioning these later artists who haven't quite popped off like the the core artists did it's more noticeable right unless if you're a bigger label who's signing like you say like 10 15 people a year and you might get one or two stars out of each of them. Then you live stars. Kind of look... Just hit songs, man. Just yeah, something, yeah, to, yeah. something to boost something up. You know what I mean? But I know what nothing... you mean. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the other thing as well? Back to the whole like the scouting of the artists. I also think that, and I'm being specific. I'm going to be specific. I'll, I'll talk about reason now because reason someone that his name is. I feel like he's more 
famous. And I, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but it feels like he's more famous now for the controversy and like the, the what he says in interviews. No, than that's, he is that's for the facts, though. Yeah. That's actually um, that's facts, though. And I don't mean any yeah, disrespect because yeah. I don't actually think he's bad at all. I think he's actually I think he's actually a good rapper who's got great potential, but it's just not clicking. Um, but I feel like he was kind of almost destined to fail at this label. I feel like he was. I know why they went for him. He's an LA guy. I think he, where is he from? Is it Compton or I'm not sure. Um, and there are similarities to some of the other artists on the label, but that's why it's not worked for me because he's not, he doesn't like, I think one of them, like, I don't know if anyone's listened to the most recent album. There's, there's a good few songs. Oh, I'm like, this is very much like J rock, but he hasn't got that same passion or that same, that same energy that J rock has. And, and then sometimes he'll try and go more into like the, the, the current, mainstream bag with like, the, the beats that he's selecting and the way he's rapping and it's like but you haven't got that same charisma as Schoolboy Q or mm. just that like that there's something very unique about Schoolboy Q which is why he popped off um, he's a lyricist too reason right but you're not Absol so it's like it's, it's just kind of felt like he was always going to be put against these artists because of these similarities and it was just and then there was all this hype because he's from LA and uh, you know an LA label and I just felt like it would it was just never really going to work it's like Jid. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Jid would have worked at TDE because everyone would have went, oh, he's really like Kendrick. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's true. No, um, it's very true. And and you make right a good point about Reason. Yeah. You make, yeah, because Reason, that's how I felt about in his last album. Like he tries to, he's not a bad rapper, but there's something that's missing. Uh, for me, it's his, um, it's his uh, uh, like punchlines or just there's, there's, there's like an oomph missing. It's like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's actually, you when you actually listen to what he's rapping about, he's actually rapping about some really good things, but there there's a, a charisma or something, just a passion just lacking. Mm. And it just, uh, every time like there's a punch, it just doesn't hit whatsoever. There's, it's yeah, just yeah. not the same. And I have a feeling that's just, just missing from that. And, but the thing mm. is he touched on his album where I, I bet he does feel the pressure of the fact that, um, Kendrick's gone and the others aren't popping off as um, well as they did mm. before and he feels like he's now got to carry the label but he's trying to re- re- uh, rebut the um, fact that he's not anything to do with them he's his own person but at the end yeah, of the yeah. day when you listen to him that's all you're thinking about you are thinking about Kendrick Q J-Rock and Soul with the way how he raps and yeah, yeah, he yeah. can't really get him he can't get himself away from that I, yeah, I agree. I feel like he may have done better or thrived at a different label, but obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing. Um, yeah, the one thing I will criticise TDE on, though, is that... And, I mean, it isn't like they've never done this before because, like I say, especially with SZA, when she's been very public, um, you know, with her grievances on social media and then Punch will kind of come back and forth. But it almost became like a... Fans kind of liked it, even as, like although they were kind of waiting on this music and getting on TDE's back, it was like... It was just that was the thing that they did. Whereas this recent thing with Reason, I don't know if any of you saw that interview he did where he was on, I think it was on MacWap and um, Top Dog's son, who is I think the new president, or he's like, he's got a high up role now that Dave Freeze left, um, calls in and was like saying to the other guys on the call, name 10 Reason songs. And he was like, so Dave Freeze didn't want to sign you. You're a substitute teacher. It's like, that's a bad oh, look, man. Oh, and no wonder the reason isn't popping off because if your label don't believe in you, then how are you supposed to thrive? Um, well, that are was they even like, letting uh, him release? That's the question because I, I know we're talking here about you know the downfall of stuff and all that kind of stuff, but if the label doesn't let you release, are they telling you to go back to the drawing board or they just be like, oh, you're shelved? Do you know what I mean? And you can't get out of that deal because it mm. sounds like they're, they're signing for a set amount of albums or a set amount of work. 
and the but buyout clause is crazy. Mm. But this is where I don't get it is because it felt like in the past, like I say, that we've seen back and forth public before with the likes of Scissor and Punch and we've heard, like for, like I say, it was kind of like the theme of, well, it was very prevalent in Isaiah Rashad's The Sun's Tirade. You know, the label was kind of getting on their artists back saying like, come on, where's the music? Whereas mm. this is like, you know, reasons telling us I wanted this feature, I wanted that, but the money weren't there, and then and then your label is calling up and like trashing your name. It's like now it's actually starting to look a bit bad, mm, and this is the only good. time where I'm like, this isn't a good look for TDE because um, I know they've still got Scissor, and that's that's SOS album is almost you know it's been out almost a year and it's still doing the, the rounds. I mean, she just dropped that um, song with uh, Justin Bieber, I think the remix or whatever, the acoustic version of something. So, so they've still got Scissor there, kind of leading the line. But then I look at these these um, this crop of artists and I'm seeing the way the label's operating in the public eye and it's like, oh, that's not, it's not a good look. It's not but a good how look. is Scissor still there? Do you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, what's uh, keeping Scissor there? It must just be a contractual obligation, I imagine. Maybe she's on a free album deal or something like that, possibly. Um this is what yeah. I'm trying to say from, from what I was saying with, with, uh, with Reason. <laughs> Are they telling her to go back, make a different album because this album's rubbish or is she just not making music? You see what I'm trying to say? I feel like we've... I th- like, yeah. Sorry, go on. Kira. Sorry, I saw something about how she overthinks her music and tries mm. to perfect it and then they just forced her to drop Control, yeah. uh, the, the debut, and she didn't think it was good and it, it does have flaws in it, but it, it did really well numbers-wise anyway. Mm. But you get what I'm saying? There's a difference between like your label publicly publicly saying like hurry up or listen, you've turned it in but it's not good enough. Like that's almost like you respect them for that because again it's back to those standards that we feel like they set from the beginning. Whereas now it's just disrespect with reason, you're just like trashing the guy. It's like well, it doesn't it's not looking good, man. But anyway, aside from that, I feel like I look at these if we go from sort of twenty sixteen times in terms of the signees, I mean, is it Lance Skiwalker? Is that how you pronounce the name? Um, I don't know. I believe your, so. your yeah. pronunciation is probably the closest yeah. one. That's all right. Yeah, I'll be honest. Their music has never really connected with me, and I, looking at the numbers, it's never they've never really taken off. Sir is someone I personally like. Oh, I, I, I like his music. Yeah, yeah. Sir's good. Um, yeah. Like Am I, I say, right in thinking that Sir, Sir's featured on a lot of uh, what's the guy from J Cole's label? Saba. Oh, no, Saba. No, Bass, yeah. Not Saba. One of the two. I'm pretty sure I've seen Sir on on all that kind of stuff, no? Yeah, I mean, he's like you say, he's done done some features, but even just his own music. I mean, I've seen more songs than albums. I've never read that. None of the projects have wowed me, but there are are hit songs. Not, again, I'm I'm stumbling my words a bit. Not hit as in like they've sold loads of records, but they're... They're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I say, reason to me is is good has potential but it's not clicking um zakari i mean I, another one whose music's just not really hit for me i mean he he's a great singer though he's got one song singer. called heaven or something like that mm. heaven sent yeah oh, yeah, yeah heaven sent yeah that's a good song that's a, that one that, keeps that, coming that, on and off of yeah. streaming yeah but when it's there oh my god it's a banger it's i know what you mean right now but then oh. I think when I think as a but then has like, he got projects? I think I think yeah. so. But like this is what I mean is like I, mean. I feel yeah. like our intro to Zakari was damn, um, and we all like those features are very they, they stick in your mind. But then I, I don't want to be rude, but I can't I can't name a Zakari like I definitely can't name a Zakari project, and I can't actually name a song off the top of my head. Like 
nothing nah, stuck. The, the only like one that. I can mention is Heaven Descent, and that song is one of them songs where it's like, oh my god, I love this artist, and I was mm. like, I'm hoping I hear a next one that's good, and I have yet to hear a next mm. one that's that's worth listening yeah. to. Unfortunately, like I, I, then, I know he's a, a singer, mm. and he's probably one of the only other singers signed to TDE, but he's he's not making enough music or enough efforts at music, if that makes sense. Like it's a lot of singles, mm. an EP, and again, I think it's one of those ones where maybe behind the scenes they're, they're, they're holding him back like they're telling him oh this ain't good go back and do this again or you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then we look at this this sort of latest wave of signees which is there's just a couple of them so there's Ray Vaughan and there's Dochi or Doeshi I'm not sure how you pronounce her she's name she's banging though we're she's, loving yeah, she's hard. Mm. she's hard I mean especially some of her features I mean she, she's got a lot of potential I think so let's hope that they they do right. To be fair, her. Ray Vaughan's got a lot of potential as well, you know, because he did well on the um, LA Leakers project. He's got something about him. It's just, can okay. he do it in an album? That's my only issue because um, the release that he did release and I went and checked it out, I was like, oh, I was a bit underwhelmed. But he has got potential. He's got something about him. Something, oh, sounds like I'm trouncing reason, but he's got something more than reason, mm. if I'm being brutally honest. Well, f- from the little I've heard, he's probably the one out of all these that I've heard the least of. There is a rawness to him. And there is there is a passion and a charisma that perhaps isn't quite there with reason yet, um, which may take him far. He's not a better rapper from what I've heard, but yeah. there is just I know what you mean that from the little I've heard, there's something there. I think um, Derechi's set to blow up though. It seems like she's going on tour with Doja Cat starting next month. Okay, so that would be right. a good little bump in her audience because mm-hmm. Doja Cat's mm-hmm. only doing like big arenas, and so yeah, she won't, everyone's not there to hear Derechi, but if she comes out and does the right songs. Mm. She can she can catch a little back of of Doja Cat's audience, which is you know millions and millions of streams a month that will just yeah, yeah, flow yeah. straight into it. And to be fair, she's got big songs apparently. But yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, I was going to say she's doing decent numbers actually. Um, but yeah, I mean to try to try and not focus on the numbers too much. I, I'm talking about the potential for a yeah, know, yeah. An artist to take take up the mantle. Right now, it looks like if Isaiah Rashad can get his shit together. It might be in an okay place, but mm. you know, what I mean, other than that, you know, Schoolboy's not trying to make any music, as far as I know. He's he's quite happy doing whatever the fuck well, he's doing, and I think he's quite upset after Mac died. To be honest, he's very upset well, after Mac died. Yeah, so he was. Um, this is a good segue actually about like the future. Um, so Schoolboy, apparently there is an album, and um, he was on a podcast recently with Vince Staples. Actually, it was really interesting. Oh um, man, I used to listen to that. I'm really, oh, yeah, I've seen, seen it. After, yeah. <laughs> no, I've he, seen that. Q was basically yeah. saying that um, Crash Talk was his least introspective album, um, and that yeah, that the whole I, I don't know if they touched upon it much, but I think the Mac, like we said, the Mac Miller thing did affect him. I mean, he was he did that interview with Charlemagne at the time and was crying and everything. Like, um, mm. I feel like with this one, he's. I mean, he said like, and. I'm not going to just drop music every year or every two years for the sake of it. I need to live life and and um, have some stuff to say, which is which is refreshing. He didn't say it in yeah. those words, but he basically said like, I'm, "I'm not about." <laughs> to him, he said something like, "Rap's not a sport to me. It's not a competition. It's, it's you know, it's art." So when I'm ready, I'll, I'll put something out. But That's the complete it's opposite to what Vince thinks, man. Vince is like, I'm trying to get these songs off as quick as possible. <laughs> you don't like <laughs> yeah, them, yeah, yeah. see you on the next yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, Schoolboy's funny though. Remember that time he took that break from Alma? I can't remember which one it was between and he gained so much weight. He was looking so chubby and I was thinking like, oh, has he fallen off? But 
he came and dropped good music afterwards. He got healthy. He started taking care of his yeah. daughter more, and he yeah, was yeah. making a lot of like memes on the internet. Me and Sean were loving for a long time. Oh, He's like, man. I'm one years one old. Years old. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I think it's one of those ones where TDE as a lineup right now, yeah, like they've just picked a lot of characters as opposed to a lot of artists. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of yeah. characters. You don't want characters in music. You want people that drop the music, fuck off, come back, drop more music. And it seems like they drop the music, they fuck off, and then they get fucked up, or something happens, or you know what I mean? They get distracted mm. by a butterfly in the, in the field, and and that's it. They're gone. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? But do you know the way I see it is though is like to kind of come back to the whole you know what happened to TDE and this perceived downfall is like my opinion is that there is no downfall. I think that. There's like anything. There's a lot of recency bias and fickleness, and just, you know, people are looking at Kendrick leaving, and the fact that like a lot of the core artists aren't as active, and that the newer signees aren't exactly popping off, and they're going right. That's the end now. But I feel like, of course, with the likes of Scissor, and you've got Promise with an artist like Doechi. Mm. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and then you think about the. I, I feel like they've built enough credit to have another go. Um, have another wave of of quote-unquote success not like they haven't been anyway like we said 2022 is an incredibly successful year for them but i feel like there yeah, is why? there is, why there was is a very good year? chance because of yeah. kendrick no no i know that but what i'm saying is is like um if you look at forget that scrap that what, what i was going to say is is that <laughs> oh, I think hold on, that, we got a button for that one <laughs> edit the fuck out of that i gotta I got keep uh, get this off before i forget it what i'm saying is that they built enough credit whereby i have faith that schoolboy q could come back with another great album i think j-rock has built enough credit where he could come back with a great album isaiah rashad mm. is clearly a very talented artist there is potential there for great music at least mm. um and They've still Sean, got a huge I don't know stop. what you're saying about J Rock, man. He's released two oh, singles no, that have just been on, off. Man. Been oh. this, this, no, this J Rock yeah, slander. I'm not having it's, it's, it. It's, it's, it's honest slander, though. Like I'm, I, I feel yeah, like it's like factual. This is, you're way out of pocket, man. Jesus, <laughs> <Jeez, laughs> he's, he's, he's like, I'm talking facts. Let me get my shit off. That J Rock single was a mess. Everyone has duds, though, and I would even class that song as a dud. It's just, yo, it got us talking, so. You know what I mean? Isn't that what music's meant to do? Exactly. You're kind, of, you. you're kind of, I know what you mean. On one hand, it's if like, I, I've got to be honest, I've only checked both singles once. They're not really fresh in my mind, but yes, on one hand, that's an indicator of maybe a, 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 a project that's not going to be of, of great quality. But then I'm looking at, again, I'm looking at the bigger picture. I'm thinking we've got, we've had redemption. We've had nine double Oh five nine. Okay. We've had, do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm not having this slander. I'm shitting on them a bit. <laughs> just give, give, um, give the man a chance. Until the album drops, if it's a dud, then, then I'm with you. But well, I'm coming off of like um, 00059 and Redemption. Redemption for me. Oh my yeah, goodness. It's, it's a good coming album off on, that. actually. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll wait and, and see what he did on What he did on the Black Panther album was actually really good too. Oh, oh yeah, that he, was on the redemption anyway. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, all yeah, around that time. So I think like, yeah, on the whole, I don't think there's been a downfall. Um there's maybe a power vacuum now that Kendrick's gone and there's an expectation for someone to to take that on. But again, I feel like it's maybe a bit unfair and unrealistic, you know. Um most labels don't have a Kendrick Lamar and T D E have had a Kendrick and a scissor, so you know, make of that what you will but but doesn't don't they count as like a major kind of label do you see what i'm trying to say like even though we're trying to say like oh td's indie and all this kind of stuff technically now 
with the size of artists they had or have. They're a major label. They're, they're like Aftermath, Cash Money. They're, I feel like they're at that stage. But most art, like for example, like I don't know if Eminem's left Aftermath. Do you know what I mean? Like most artists just stick with the label and keep them staying big. It's quite mm. a big, crazy thing that Kendrick left them. But, but Kendrick left for a reason. Him and his cousin are going to go off and do their own thing. And, and that's going to pop off just fine. But is it one of those ones where actually TDE was surviving off two artists and trying to, you know, get the third or fourth one off in the background? But I, I, I don't know. Do you, do you, Sean, do you seriously think Schoolboy Q is about to drop something in the next, let's be generous, two, three years? Yeah, yeah, because he said he is. Like, okay. there, there is something there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying is like, he's he said that the reason there's been such a gap is just because he's like, he doesn't feel like he needs to do it every year or two. He doesn't need to release music. And now he's lived some life. He's got some things to say and he's coming back. Um, I don't know when that's coming. And don't get me wrong. I'm not under the impression that it's going to be another oxymoron. Like it's not going to sell millions of records. But I, like I say, based on his catalogue, I feel like um, there is potential there for a, you know, a good quality at least project. But um, we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, yeah. Maybe it says three weeks ago that they're in the mixing process of the album. Okay, there you go. Yeah, because I feel like the next two to drop are him and J Rock. I feel like they both they definitely have something coming. Um, mm. But yeah, like I say, I'm not I'm not um, blinded by like my my bias and all that, and you know, but nostalgia. I don't think they're going to be huge records, but yeah. I mean, for me, because I hold a schoolboy Q in such high regard, I feel like it can only be up from Crash Talk. And again, that wasn't a terrible album. It wasn't a bad album. It's just like mm. you go from blank face to Crash Talk. There is a yeah. There's a, there's, mm. Yeah, it was a bit of a uh, shock to be honest. Like oxymoron, banging, mm. bloody blank face, amazing. And then mm. I was like, Crash. I, I wanted to like it. Do you know what I mean? But I, I hear that. I, it didn't stick. Like even the songs that were meant to stick. The only one that stuck was it. Was it Water? What's that song called? Oh, with uh, Little Baby. Mm. Nah, it wasn't that one then. But there was one where he was. Oh, what's it called? But for, I feel like nothing really. Like there was one song that I had. Oh, what it was. That's oh, it. Num num juice. Yeah. And water. Yeah. Water and num num juice. Mm. Chopsticks was terrible. And you know, if yeah. we'd have had the podcast back then, you would have got a, a full review from us. Where I would have probably said, you know what, this one ain't it. Yeah, you know I mean, it's in the bin. <laughs> nah, not in the bin per se, but definitely not not his best. Um, I, I've got like a kind of more fun question to 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 throw out there. So we, you know, we've spoken a lot about the kind of dropping standards in terms of scouting talent. Mm. Is there anyone that we feel like TD realistically could have signed, maybe like five, seven years ago, or that we would have just liked to have heard work on that label? Um, yeah, I got a good one. And it's someone that realistically, I don't know who he signed to. I don't really care. Who, who's that guy that had that song? Um, oh, oh, fuck. I forgot the name of it. Give me a second. I'm coming back. <laughs> Can um, someone else say something? Well, uh, I was just going to throw out a couple, just a couple names. Not my, my picks, but there were two names that were kind of affiliated and associated with Black Hippie especially, but, you know, just TDE in general. Um so Ali, the, the engineer Maxo said that, Cream. Sorry. Oh Maxo Cream. Ooh. Mm. 
Sorry. It took me a while to remember because I didn't want to say the wrong name because there's another guy called Maxo. But yeah, Maxo. Yeah, Cream. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. That's oh, a really good channel. Cream on TDE. Jeez. That's what I'm saying. Maxo Cream's That's great. Interesting. Yeah, I love Maxo Cream. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about um, that. <laughs> no, it's cool. So the two, the two names. So um, Ali said that... Uh, Rest in peace. Mac Miller was a like an, a non-official member of Black Hippie. Like that mm. that's a guy that was they all really held in high regard. And the other one, Schoolboy Q, apparently said way back that he and someone else tried to get TD to sign him was Danny Brown. Um, <laughs> that, ooh, not per- that would be yeah. interesting. Again, not my personal picks, but just a couple names to throw in the mix. Yeah. I think that would have been a problem though, because. The T- TD being on TV means you come with that certain like sound team, like having Soundwave as a producer. Like they just they do have a sound, don't they? Everyone that's signed to them, they have similar like beats, and they all fit yeah. that universe. They're I don't on think that Danny kind Brown, of jazzy vibe. Danny Brown is definitely crazy. crazy. They're like white lines like TD would never. Have that. <laughs> but yeah. also, like we wouldn't have got, we probably wouldn't have got on a Trossy exhibition, and that's a classic. So I'd, we needed know. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I, also, though, if you look at it realistically. Danny Brown's first two albums, Old and Triple X or 30, whatever you want to call it, that's mm. never coming out on TDE. It's too experimental. No, 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 no. No, Do you know exactly, I mean? yeah. But, but no. I think they let some artists be experimental a little bit. Like, they Absol got to be a little bit experimental with the, you know, just the content of what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. But well, that's the thing that, is what well, this is, yeah, it down. Back, yeah, back to like the, the massive respect to Top Dog and Dave Free and everyone that, you know, was at the top of that label or is at the top of that label is that, when they sign these deals with these major labels and they got these deals for their artists, they were still given creative freedom, right? And, and marketing freedom as well, I felt. So mm-hmm. um, that's why TD was always interesting and, and quite eclectic even and, and varied. The artists were, they always had their their own little thing. Um, yeah, Kieran or Theo, is there any artist that you would have liked to have signed for TD? Maybe like the kind of mid part of last decade when the, the, the standard in signees has perhaps dropped. Uh, who have we got around the time? Na- name some names. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember. So, so I got a couple. I got, no, I got could, two or could three. You, uh, could you? Uh, I oh, don't know if I'm one, right. But... No, I'm like, thinking imagine... this one. I was gonna say, imagine um, Saba. Oh no, what's going on with my laptop? Oh, that's uh, actually a shout, you know. So Saba on TDE might be. Yeah, that, that that's one. I've got Do even you know a what? new one. What? Wait, Fear, sorry. Can we? Can, so um. Do you know how I feel about that one though is I feel like if that happened we'd have had another reason situation because oh, yeah. I do feel like and I rate Saba you know I rate oh, Saba oh yeah you mentioned this, there are similarities yeah. yeah yeah and I wonder if he wouldn't have thrived as much as he perhaps is doing yeah. his I mean he's got his own thing anyway with Pivot Gang and all that but that, that's just sorry yeah just to kind of stick a fork in that one but <laughs> um, who was the other one you were going to say Theo? oh um, Red Veil Red Veil Mm. Oh, that's cool. That's a well recent. That's one. like a modern signing, though. That'd be cool. If yeah. Did that. Mm. Who's the most recent person they signed? Doechi. Uh, no, Doechi. And then before yeah. that was Ray Vaughan. Yeah. Mm. They're signing slow, though. I'm seeing yeah. it here. Two years ago, you know, then a year, you know, it's, it's slow signings. You put a lot of pressure on your artists that way, right? I think. Because it's always signing like, slow. You look at this, from, from 2016. Mm. almost every year they sign one person so it's like that's the person do you know what I mean like imagine 2016 times like oh Lance Skywalker that's the, that's yeah. the one it's not like you get a load of people in and then you know see see um, how it goes though you're right you're 100% mm. right yeah mm. um, Kieran is there anyone 
you know, I, was, I was gonna the thing is like I was gonna say Lil Uzi Vert, but like I was thinking about that that one from twenty twenty one where he was just like spitting. I feel like that that could work kind of cool on the label, but Uzi. The other stuff he does wouldn't work. I don't think mm. Uzi can fit on this label because he's mm. too. You know singy. when he's spitting though, when he's when he's spitting. Yo, to yeah. throw a wild one out there, imagine Tyler on TDE. Just, just oh, it would have never happened, but Tyler on TDE never happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But or someone again, from Odd Future on TDE because it's all the same. The think about it; they're the same that, area. Yeah. It's, it's all Los mm-hmm. Angeles. So yeah, like yeah. Domo Genesis or something. Well, listen, yeah. there was a time when we, you know, we had the uh, on on the Trossy exhibition. Even we had that Posse Cup, which had Absol, Kendrick, Danny Brown, who we just mentioned, and Earl. So you know, but Ooh. I can't see. Yeah, I can't see any of. Imagine any of though. Imagine. On things like PG Lang now, because we're moving away from TD and we're talking about you know the offshoots and what could potentially happen. PG Lang, Earl signs and Earl is allowed to release the the best work he has since Doris, which or whatever the other one was. What's the one I don't like? I don't go outside. He's allowed to release his best work since then. Do you know that- what? Oh, on PG Lang. After that Danny Kane single, you know that one? Yeah, just me, that Danny Kane single. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. That's why I'm asking the question. Do you, do you think that is something that could potentially happen? Because the link up ain't too crazy. Even though Kieran tries to say he's not from LA, yeah? <laughs> he's an LA rapper. Kendrick is probably looking for that, that young blood, but also like somebody who's got a bit of clout behind him. And Seasoned. I would question whether or not he's looked at Earl and thought, I would like to sign Earl. Because Kendrick knows what good rappers look like. And mm. Earl is arguably one of the best out there. I feel like Earl could do with some marketing push as well, to be honest. Surely he's frustrated that he's not... I think like, he's happy. I think I he's on that Frank Ocean though. vibe of just living with less. Do you know what I mean? I like he's he's oh, happy living true, with less. He's, he's hella yeah. woke. It's actually true. Earl's got a mad following, you know? Like, massive following. Cult following. It's cultish, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You saw yeah. when he came to a London the other day, how, how quickly that show sold out and like how much people were queuing up for hours Trust beforehand. Me. But mm. I don't know. Surely I, he'd want a mainstream moment again at some point, though. I don't know if he needs a mainstream Surely. moment or if he can just capture the rap audience well. Because we we spoke about this in a few episodes prior that like hip hop is not in a good place right now. And so if we go back into that kind of like only the people that are into like actual rapper into it, mm. Earl stands a chance mm. to you know. No, that's rise what I was talking about. You know, like what Nas is going for at the moment. It's like it's not mainstream, but it's like rap. The whole rap fans will will rate him. For yeah. That. Yeah, I, I think that's coming with this with this uh, Alchemist project. To be honest, I think that's that. It's a shame it's inaccessible, so a lot of people haven't got a chance to hear it. I'd say, but well, I say inaccessible. Mm. It's not on Spotify, so a lot of people aren't even getting suggested it or getting a chance to that's listen true. to it. Is what I mean. Mm. But yeah, I, I wonder if Kendrick is gonna expand his label outside of him and uh, Baby Keem because mm. Baby Keem for me does not have the legs to carry. PG Lang, if that makes sense. It's it's always Baby Keem and Kendrick for me. And Baby Keem has had his moments and his album was very good, but I I don't know if he's 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 got that in him. Although there's one artist we forgot, but it's, I feel like it's because we don't like them that much. Not, not trying to hate, but it's Tanner Leone. Oh, oh, oh Tanner yeah, Leone. Oh, oh, that music just does not hit or no, connect at all. Not, Even it's, like, it's like not you happening. think seeing live, live he yeah, make no, you it just like, didn't oh happen. yeah, he's good. I think there was maybe one track I was like, oh, maybe this is good. No, but it, it wasn't happening live. It wasn't happening. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was just that's sitting just, there um, thinking, let's go. Yeah. Not sitting that's, standing. I mean, as an artist that just needs to find their voice, you know, needs to find their voice, not mm. try and emulate other artists. I don't know if they, I don't think they're consciously doing it. I'm not saying they're biting, but 
Um, yeah, they just need to. It, just, yeah, it feels down. way too familiar. Mm. Mm. So, so I've got a few suggestions, but I thought about this from more of a, trying to. I was trying to think of it from a, a like a tactical, strategic sense. I was trying to put myself as like someone at you know at the top of TDE making these decisions. And hindsight's a wonderful thing, but someone who I feel like they could have, and I'd be interested to know if they did try, but someone who they maybe could have snapped up in like 2014, 2015 times that would have worked is Anderson Pack, I think. He could have been that nice person that floats between each album and like plays the drums here, does a bit of this there, sings the hook here. Do you know what I mean? I I feel you on that. Oh, sure, yeah. Like Dre saw you on that. Maybe that's why they didn't get him because Dre like, got in there you know but um i just feel like that was someone again that could have we're talking makes a you know high quality music but also pushes through into the mainstream and then we're looking at we're looking at kendrick leaving tde different now if, imagine imagine tde is sitting here with scissor and anderson pack that's you know we're talking something this is something that i want to say as well though because mm-hmm. i pointed out earlier that the, the having the the artist at the top is a different thing where you've got the artist who's guiding the vision of the label they don't have any what I call mixed media artists, right? As in somebody who can do something in different parts of each album, like someone who can actually produce real beats and rap or, you know, that kind of thing. And a lot of other labels have that or they have that one star producer as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Uh, TDE doesn't have that. They've got mixed by Ali, but he's a mixing engineer. So his his job doesn't really get to happen until realistically closer to the end. They haven't got that person that's helping them churn stuff out. The, you know I mean? the closest thing they they have, I'd say, to a big name is Soundwave, but it's not. We're not talking Hit Boy. We're not talking Forty. I mean. We're not, you know, Mike Will. So I get what you're saying. I get. What Maybe you they mean. need to start signing producers. That could be mm-hmm. where TDE mm-hmm. gets that second uh, win. You know what? That's that's a good sh- that's a good shout. You know, if they do start um, signing producers, that's where they could get themselves back up to where they need to um, get to. Because I don't know. Even when you listen to the latest projects, some of the beat making isn't always. Mm up there they get they sign a nice they sign a good up and coming or even like a a a known producer now they could make a real wave excuse the pun didn't mean to shout out soundwave Mm. soundwave's all right but yeah (laughs) yeah soundwave's great but i just think it's also like back in the day i felt like it felt like they were all kind of in the same space making music i can imagine kendrick's recording in one room and then like absol comes in and and there's this producer there, there's Soundwave, there's Ty Beast. You know what I mean? Whereas now, because they've got big, they're all spread out and th- those c- same creative juices aren't, aren't I, there anymore. I forgot to mention someone in that last section we had, Janae Aiko. She was an unofficial oh, member of so TDE good. for a mm. long time. Mm. Yeah, How did they was. let that one slip? Sorry yeah, to bring the conversation all over the place. She wasn't she? Man. She was on OD. Oh, yeah, that's a good... Oh, oh God, yeah. they should have caught her straight away. Because mm. like, she's kind of... I'm not, I'm not trying to hate. Like, she's kind of fallen off in a way. She's, like, she, she's, she's done that stuff with Big been. Sean. Like, she's not... Do you know what I mean? She's not te- in a terrible place. I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. She could have been better, though. But, but then yeah. again, it's like, do they sign Scissor if they've got... Janae, do you know what I mean? I hear that, but that could have been powerful, you know? Imagine having Scissor and Janae. You'd feel like you're, like, dominating Yeah. So my my other pick is more. I thought of could they have signed a veteran to kind of you know revitalize their career or just give them a new you know give them a push start. And I thought who could that be? And Theo, you might like this one. Is mm. imagine they signed the game, the game on CDE. 
No, 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 no. <laughs> no <laughs> sounds like no. Sounds like he's a like wannabe yeah. member, though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? I think I think the no, game is a wannabe TDE member for sure. Really? Yeah. Well, is that because yeah, of what you Because I feel like you, I feel like you slightly agree a little bit. Really? <laughs> now think about it. The moment, uh, the, yeah, come on, yeah, come yeah, on. Now. Is, the moment is it like, Yeah, I know big, what you're saying. He I know copied what you're Kendrick's whole style because he was like, oh yeah, this is the West Coast sound now. But it's like you're not even like you're, you're just coughing the wave. And then oh, I feel like oh, he worked man. with because he was with, he was oh. working with. Nipsey he's worked with all, and all, he worked like, all of them. Tom Kennedy, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't think it was like strictly Kendrick. I don't, I I don't need to like, justify what I'm saying. <laughs> I just, I just hear it. <laughs> My thinking was it maybe not a, it might not have been a long term success, but I feel like it would have. Again, we go back to 2016, 2017 times where the signees aren't. There's not the same. I just, for me, it was a different. It would have been maybe a different strategy rather than trying to find someone unknown that next, you know, the next big thing. You bring in someone from the area. You know, a, a a big name that's perhaps not, you know, not in the same space as they were ten years ago. Um, maybe you get a bit of short term buzz and success from someone like I that. Def- I definitely hear um, what you're saying. It does actually make sense. The last one for me, and and this one is a bit. This is more of a personal one. Is I'm thinking about someone that maybe is from that kind of same era as the the core artists. Their career didn't quite pan out the way we expected it to. And there was like a moment in their career where this could have maybe happened. Is Big Crit like twenty seventeen? Why you always got a jam Big Crit in everywhere, man? Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> the school. Would, I'm talking like when. So when um, you know when Big Crit made forever is a mighty long time. Yeah, around that time yeah. when he like leaves okay. Death Jam and is trying to figure out. Oh, I mean, obviously he's gone off and done his own left. thing. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just thinking. And this isn't me saying like this would have worked. I'm just saying could have been interesting like td uh working with tde eyes that's no, no, i definitely hear that yeah well that would solve yeah. the beat making um side as well, well true actually because, yeah you're right you're right because that that does feed honestly, into my crit own point. Is always yeah crit has always been good uh beat making if he went into tde that's like that would really solve that problem and you're right See, he would I'm be coming off from, names no it would be coming off um, for um, forever is a mighty long time, and that could really give the whole label like a buzz. So no, that's a good shout. Mm. To be fair, when you think of it, that's probably the best one. Out, yeah, it is. That. That, that's <laughs> the most realistic one that could actually still possibly go down. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Mm. You're right. You know, Vic Crit needs saving. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't say that. But here's here's something I want to talk about, talk about because I don't know if you guys watched the videos that Sean put in there. Yeah, what what's Kendrick mean by pickle juice holding up my man's hat? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> What? Did you show them a line? That's what a clarification. Said. What are you saying? No, Kendrick, done, Kendrick said some odd stuff on live streams, right? He's, he does like, yeah. yeah. Please That's expand on that. I don't know what it means. I just, what, the pickle juice about? holding up his hat. Like, what? Oh my day. Yeah, you just need to see that one and just experience it. But, <laughs> but yeah, like, no disrespect, but imagine, imagine TDE. Ra- I hate saying this, but rather than signing like Lance, Reason, and Sakari, they sign Big Crit, the game, Anderson Pack. It's a it's a different Stop that I mean, now. It's... Stop with the game. That's not a serious one. That's silly. <laughs> That's silly. Take that out. Try again. All right, all right. Sam, Sam. Remove remove your um remove your like personal taste, and then also like um forget like recent history. Are you telling me that 
the game is less exciting than Lance Skywalker. I'm saying like, as like I'm a not comparing game. the two. I'm just saying take that out, man. Take it out, okay? <laughs> it's not. It's not good. This is like your Nas hate. You no, it's not Nas hate. The game is. Oh, oh no. No, no. I hear what Sean's yeah. saying though with the game because obviously the I'm West Co- West Coast yeah. and he was all on that wave and he was he mm. wanted to wo- he was working he with was you. The um, he was you sold that wave. I don't know what's going on. Too. He, he's, he's, he's doing something else. All right, all right, okay. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know why he's falling over. He's just falling off the chair. I don't know, guys. Sean, oh, carry shit. on with your point and wrap this um, up because Kieran's clearly not coming yeah. back on the podcast. He's on the floor. Regardless of the names, yeah, forget the names. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I wonder if the strategy could have been different again rather than trying to sign these unknown you know trying to find the next scissor or the next it's Isaiah Rashad you sign more established names um, whether that would have fared them better um, at least around that time around that that's, that was that was what my point was um, okay I think we've done uh, well, let's, I mean let's just cap it off how do we feel about their future I know we've kind of touched upon Schoolboy Q and J-Rock potentially dropping albums soon um, we've mentioned the likes of Ravon and Doji. Like, how do we feel about the future for TDE? I think the future of TDE is going to lie in the balance of them being able to retain Scissor for now and grow Doechi. Maybe they're going to have to transition Thanks. into a kind of jazz-focused R&B label as opposed to a hip-hop label. But if they can keep hold of Scissor, get Isaiah releasing a bit more get fucking Zakari to do something, then they can be on that R&B jazzy rap side and grow Doechi and all that kind of stuff. But they, okay. they, they, if they lose Scissor, this, this label is going to die very, very fast. Okay. Yeah. Theo, Kieran? No, I agree. They, if, they, if they lose Scissor, they won't have any money makers anymore. No, no one's making their money. Well, it's true, but no, they need to. Doechi is the future. Um, They need to hold on to Scissor for dear life and um, yeah, and grow Doechi, and then they'll be all right. Mm. Because uh, Isaiah Rashad can come back, he comes in for a nice uh, um, album, then yeah, they can keep that label ticking. But saving, um, keeping Scissor is vital, really. Yeah, yeah, I think in terms of that, you know. Having having someone like Scissor there means that having four or five other artists that don't hit doesn't hurt as much, right? Because you're you're making so much money and maintaining so much relevance from someone like that. I agree about Duetchi. I think it's about making sure that they carve a sound for her and that she doesn't start sounding like other artists out now. Um, so that's key. That could be the next one. And yeah, like listen, Isaiah Rashad hasn't. There's not really been a miss. It's just the lack of. It's just the um, yeah the gaps between the projects is what perhaps um, hurts a little there. But I yeah, think they need a big signing though. They, mm. they need some new signing that's exciting because mm. like we were saying Ray Vaughan and stuff and Dochi, she, she is exciting in a way but I'm not I'm not gassed. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'm just ho- being hopeful for them yeah. that something happens for that. Yeah. And look, and and then like I say, we've got Schoolboy Q and J-Rock on the way so hopefully their um, their albums are, are of at least good quality. Um, and maintain the kind of you know the reputation of TDE in that sense and um, and I and listen I always I know like Abs we haven't really t- talked about Absol I mean the previous album was I'd say probably better than Do What Thou Wilt I thought the, the recent one oh, was, was a yeah, better it was. Than that. Um, yeah. but it's another one similar to Isaiah Rashad isn't it it's just um, 
the lack of frequency. But there's, I, he's so talented that I feel like there's always potential for something great with him. So you never know. But um, no, I, in a nutshell, there's been no fall off to me. It's just when you lose a guy like Kendrick, it's obviously gonna, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna. <laughs> hey, this is Sean, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Grey Area. Are you an upcoming artist, critic, journalist, or content creator? Hit us up on our Discord or in our YouTube comments if you want to share new music, take part in an interview, or are interested in collaborating. Links to these can be found in the show notes. Take care.